Welcome to a new Two Black Runners podcast where some of this may seem familiar to y'all, but for most of you, this is going to be very new and it's going to be a fun podcast and a fun interview with a really interesting story. And that is in the story of Edwin Kurgan, the 2019 NCAA cross country champion. This guy really came on the scene. He's only been running for three years now. And it's really amazing to see where his career has taken off since then. But before we get into that, we, we're going to have like a new, new interview for you and this week on the Two Black Runners podcast, but there's some complications with the interview, so we have to move it back to next week. And it's really just, it's unfortunate, but it's really going to be worth the wait when it all comes down to it. It's going to be a special interview. That's all I'm really say about it. And that was a really big hint. So if you know, you, you, prob- you probably got it. You probably got it. You it just clicked in your head right now. Yeah, we got we base. Yeah, we. It's gonna be a good interview. You wanna stick around for next week on our next week on Two Black Tuesday, but yeah, this is our interview with with Edwin Kurgan. We uploaded this video uh, at the end of 2019, right after NCAA's and like at the beginning of the NCAA indoor season. But we just didn't upload it to our main channel. We uploaded it to our second channel. We didn't feel like uh, the main channel was ready for the interviews yet and the longer video and, and and the longer videos. But I think you guys are ready now, and we want to upload this podcast today and make sure that we have a podcast every single Tuesday moving forward. And we just didn't want to stop just our first two Black Runners podcast to not have one the next week. So we had to bring this one out, and I really feel like this interview is good because it really personifies what we want to do here on Two Black Runners, and that's give people the coverage that don't usually get the coverage. We really feel like when Edwin Kurgan's case, yeah, we know he's the NCAA champion, but when you look this man up and you Google him, we don't see that much about him. You don't see that much about his life. You don't see his personality, and we really feel like this interview here on Two Black Runners shows that right here, and you get really to see what type of the person that Edwin really is. And I really feel like it's going to be a joy to listen to. Hope you guys listen to it all the way. And if you want to see the video version, go ahead and click on to Running Report YouTube channel and you can see it there as well. And make sure to subscribe here wherever you listen to this on podcast. That's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you want to see a new Two Black Runners every single Tuesday here on Two Black Tuesday. And so, yeah, without further ado, let's start the interview. And you know who it is, bro? It's the 2019 NCAA Cross Country Champion inside. On One and only. He just ran the number 10 time in the indoor 5K at BU, bro. Let's go. This man, I feel like he's kind of on the underground. Nobody really talking about him. I don't know why they're sleeping on my man. That's what I'm why saying, they bro. On my man. They're sleeping on my man, Edwin Kurgar, bro. Edwin, how you doing today, bro? How Big you doing? in the building. How you doing? Uh, doing good. Uh, enjoying just getting ready for class and just chilling around hey that, uh, nice day hey that's the best part definitely when you're in college in the dorms too when you just be able to just chill out and relax because I, I bet cross-country season had you real busy going to all those races and it had to be tough man yeah i mean it's been a long season i've, yeah. I've been waiting for this time to just stay at home chill, yeah. go to class come back and enjoy so i mean it's been a really really long season from yeah. summertime starting training and 
getting ready for uh, races and stuff. So, I mean, I'm so you, happy to be around, just enjoying. And just to be normal for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Hey, but your season, your season wasn't wasn't normal though. Like it wasn't something that we typically see. This guy went off this year. Yeah. I mean, undefeated this yeah. whole <laughs> this whole year, and he just went into the indoor season and went undefeated. And me and Joshua were looking into uh, your story a little bit, and like just seeing how you really like you haven't been running for every yeah for that long. I think a lot of people don't don't really know your story like that, and I feel like. That's why, I mean, maybe there hasn't been some spec. Some, I don't know why they haven't put yeah. respect on this man's name. There's some respect on his name. But, like, they don't know his background. Like, we, we saw about your, your journey from the States, from, from my team, Kenya. Like, could you go into a little bit of that? Like, how did you come into running? Because we saw you just started, like, three years ago. Like, what got you into running? <laughs> three and, years? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, three years ago. An NCAA champion. That's amazing, bro. Can you tell us about that? Like... How did you first hear about running? I mean, yeah, so <clears throat> I think first of all, uh, before I started running, so when I was in high school, the four years of high school, I used to like playing uh, field hockey, uh -huh. which is one of the sports in Kenya. And I just used to like it. I played since I started high school till I got done. And so as soon as I got done with uh, playing hockey, I mean, I, I, I knew I could go to the university in Kenya and just go there maybe keep on playing okay so running didn't really come into my mind yeah mm -hmm. and then uh, as soon as i got done with high school i was just at home so i was ready so we do like in kenya we do like a, a final exam which is a kcse and that determines uh, i mean that determines if you will be able to go to the university or not so mm -hmm. when i get my exam i was supposed to go to a university in kenya but and then my sister had, had came to the u.s and she just called me and she was like uh, do you want to come to the U.S. or you just want to study in Kenya? I was like, I think I might be interested in coming to the U.S. Yeah. To try and come see what goes on there and stuff. So, so she told me the. She told me it's, it's not very hard, but it needs a lot of commitment. So, she told me you you need to start running and training, mm -hmm. and then after that we can try and get a school, apply, talk to the coaches and see if they will like you and if they will take you to to join their program. So. That's when I think it was 2015 yeah. uh, March. I think it was wow. I can't remember the date. It was on 13. So that's when she told me and she called me then and I was like, okay, let me start. So I had to go to a running camp. Uh, it's well known in Kenya. It's called yeah. Kaptaga, and it's just like a it's just like a mile away from where uh, Kipchoge trains. And mm -hmm. I was oh, there. It's like it. it's like a, a camp for like. Uh, those guys who trained for scholarship so that's where i joined and i mean that's when my journey started and that's when i started running so, Wait, but like why didn't you because you went to the the saint patrick's like high school you mentioned uh like that that group and then i think even did like radisha like train there too with brother Cole with and brother stuff. Cole. so like why didn't you like start running earlier what was so appealing about like field hockey compared to like something yeah. as running or some other sport. Is that like the football out there, like at your school, I mean, is that? I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? When you go to somewhere and then uh, mm -hmm. you get introduced to something, like you just fall in love with it. So yeah. I, I got to school and I, I, one day, like as soon as I got there, I, I went to watch hockey, field hockey, and I liked it. I was like, this looks to be a fun game. And I started playing slow by slow. And that's when I started like getting uh, used to it and getting the skills and, and then I didn't, I mean, once you're in something, you don't care about 
something else. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't really care much about running. So, I mean, I started getting that endurance, and that's that's when, like, when I started running, I knew like maybe I had something good. That's super cool, and like it's, it's cool that like your sister really, she really put you put you on to yeah. running like that. So did you like see the success you had, and you're like, bro, I know I could be better than her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was all just I did I didn't know I could even like like running that much. Yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't know I could ever be good. So I was just like, this is an opportunity for me to come to the U.S. I mean, many people talk about coming to the U.S. and I would like this over here. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe I should try myself and go look at what's going on up there. Yeah. And is there any type of like sibling rivalry that you guys have? Because I know your sister, she has about like like so many na- national championships in mm-hmm. D2 out in Alaska. Like she won about like five different 5K championships, like 5K, 10K, and like 15. And you only got the one NCAA championship. So does she like rub that into your face at all or anything? Or is you guys- you got that sibling rivalry yeah. going on? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Sometimes she just used to call me and she's like, you you need to get something. There's nothing you can <laughs> call it like that. So, yeah. I mean, I used to see her and she used to motivate me a lot. I mean, if she can That's do right. it, then why not me? I mean, if she can get yeah. a lot of medals and and win most of our races, then why can't I win even a single one? So, she really did motivate me. Yeah, and, and you finally got that first championship. And let's just talk about that NCAA race real quick because that, I feel like that's... Even though, like, you were progressing all that time from Tennessee Martin onto the Iowa State, bro, people weren't really speaking on your name that much. But no. once you that, won that championship, like, you, you finally got what you wanted. Like, what was your mindset, like, going from Tennessee Martin, like, when you first started? To transitioning to, transitioning to, to Iowa. Iowa. Like, did you know that you were going to be an NCAA champion when you first started? Or was it just all, like, what were, what were your goals going into running? Yeah, I mean, when I was in Tennessee, Martin, uh, I mean, I, when I joined there, I wasn't that good. And I mean, I really appreciate I, I got there and I got like the good friends, the coaching was good. And yeah, I mean, they started developing me, they started training me and they, they really gave me that base. Like they really made me like get a very good base. And I mean, that's, I mean, the more you I, I ran and trained, I started feeling like I had something special in me. And uh-huh. yeah, I just have to like, I, I didn't really know if I could if it means like winning an NCAA, but I just knew it could be one day something good. So that's what I, I just thought of. Maybe if I go to a school, a bigger team and uh, facilities and many other things, then I was like, maybe I you should take it to the next level. More. Yeah, so you just had like more, more people around you that are closer to your level, pushing you. And then we see as he got to Iowa, yeah. you ended up finishing. Before you got first this year, you got third. You got third that year before, right behind Grant Fisher. And I was in that Morgan McDonald. Morgan McDonald. So coming into this year, I mean, you were basically you were number one because those two guys were out. What was different? What was different in your mindset there? Were you more like, did you feel like any pressure being that number one, or were you just like, man, like? The gates are wide open for me. I need to capitalize. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you know, obviously you have the pressure, but I mean, first of all, I didn't, I didn't really have. The, I wasn't sure. I wasn't like, I didn't have the guarantee of knowing I am the first person in Lestana because uh, some of the guys had red shot before, and I knew yeah. they could be coming to the season strong mm-hmm. and very ready to make it hard. So all the time, I knew it could, it could not be that easy. And then also like talking to like my coaches and. 
I mean, they just made made me not think about the winning, but they just made sure that they I I always stay positive and think about improving and what yeah. I do and everything. So that's we were focusing on the whole time. We just focused on improving myself, getting more endurance, working on my speed endurance and stuff like that. So that really helped me like not think much about winning because that could be uh, stressing me all the time. Yeah, yeah. Keeping me like on pause and stuff like that. So I just tried to forget about that and think of improving myself and getting more strong and getting more ready. Then how has your mindset really changed when you actually got out to uh, you got out to Indiana and you got into the race and then you go into like the first like 400 and you see Peter Zafir <laughs> like just really just killing out there going balls to the wall straight out the gun, bro. We were talking about it and we were like, bro, that's disrespect. You can't disrespect. How can you go disrespect Big Ed coming to this race? He yeah. hasn't lost at at all any races and this man went out hard and tried to put it on you. Really, he tried. He tried to break you guys. That's it seemed like he wanted to just break y'all and i'm all like i know you ain't gonna say it because you humble i know you're gonna say, ain't gonna say you're, you're humble but he was low-key disrespecting y'all real quick he was disrespecting y'all but what was that in your mindset were you all like i'm gonna go catch him or were you just all like i'm gonna stay within myself and run my race what were you thinking when you he was that far ahead i mean yeah so when when we just when we were at the line before we started i was really nervous and i mean you know when you're at the line ready to race you're always, always so nervous but once yeah. the gun goes, I mean, you forget everything. And now the race starts. Now you start planning. I mean, you always know in cross country, the first two miles, it doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Where, wherever anybody is, it, it doesn't really make a lot of impact. So, I mean, the first two miles of the race, I was just chilling. I was just there. And a lot of people were up there. But I mean, that that really didn't affect me at all because I knew it's, it's until that 5K mark that you start thinking now, okay, it's the middle of the race. Where mm. am I? Who is up there? And mm. what should I be doing? So, I mean, it didn't really affect me, but I, I mean, a little bit I was, it was cold and I was <laughs> nervous. I mean, what if I don't get a chance, but it didn't really affect me that much. Yeah, it it didn't look it didn't look like it affected <laughs> yeah, you yeah, at yeah, all. We had a personal question too. We saw you come across the line and you hit that. You hit that. Is that was that that Wakanda Wakanda Forever that you hit at the end of the race? We saw you go like this real quick. What? Wakanda Forever? Was that what were you hitting that at the end of the race? Uh, uh <laughs> forever. Nah, I mean it, it depends. Whoever. I mean it was so cold by then. I couldn't. I, I don't know. I didn't. I couldn't even do like much stuff. The only thing I thought is like. I was just happy. I just wanted to cross the line first and then yeah. take anything else. Yeah. And, and then we also saw you, like, in the highlight, you were embracing, like, your teammates right after, like, over over the gate and you're hugging your teammates afterwards. How good did it feel to improve from the seventh place finish from the last year to get that fourth place finish as a team? Was that even sweeter than your first place victory? Or just how did you guys overall just feel as a team getting that fourth place victory? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's been the goal throughout since, uh, since the year started, uh, mm -hmm. since summertime. Coaches used to tell us, we, we need to be there, we need to improve. Like, the school was seven twice in a row, and the coaches, the coach told us, I mean, this time around, we got to do something. So, yeah. I knew we had a lot to do, and I knew we had to, everyone had to do his part to make sure we achieve it. So, I mean, on the way, when I was running, uh, I think it was like, some, I think it was like 4K mark, coach was just telling me, we're in a good position, so just do your walk up there and everybody will be okay. So when he told me that and we were fought by them, then I knew this is my chance. So I just had to do my part and then let everyone yeah. follow and just, I knew we could be able to do really good as a team. Yeah, and that's such a great thing once everything finally like clicks and works together. And I know this with, with teams, when everything clicks, I mean, amazing day, you guys podium. 
you get first place. You guys got just about everything you wanted. So how'd y'all celebrate after that? I know y'all. I know y'all celebrated. I mean, this is the underground. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be too scared. But I mean, I mean, we were just there, and we were with the team, the whole mm-hmm. time. So I mean, it's glad because uh, we 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 had a lot of time to spend with them. We were in the yeah. past, and we were just chilling. Like we sometimes we nobody like nobody was just like silent and everybody was talking everybody was uh-huh. very high so, I mean, that's tight we were just so happy the whole time and we could just do things as a team we finally knew i mean we really achieved what we really wanted and that happiness was just within us all the time we were also wondering like um from since we're like media guys we, yeah. we pay attention to all the hype and there was like a big upset in the race with byu winning like did you, were you surprised by any of that, or do you even pay attention to any of that? I mean, with the, with the weather and the conditions, and then, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, each and every team, they have their own strategy, they have their own preparation, so mm-hmm. sometimes, like, you you don't underrate anyone, I mean, mm-hmm. NAU, everyone was talking about them, everybody was sure, but, I mean, sometimes things happen, I mean, you know, if the weather doesn't, yeah. you know how the weather was, you know how the day felt like, it was muddy, it was raining, so... That, that, at that point, like everybody, whoever just has a good day will win. I mean, you don't, you don't, even if you do anything, it's so hard, like, to perform as you used to because it's a national championship race and it depends yeah. to do as a good day then. Anything can happen yeah. on any given day, especially in cross country in those conditions. Like, I would have been slipping and sliding and, and everything, bro. <laughs> like, that was just, those were, that were bad conditions. You gotta have some four inch yeah. spikes in yeah, something, yeah. bro. So, after, NC, after NCAAs, you finished third and slated on your list, you had the BU opener, which was about three weeks later. Um, did you take any break in between that time or were you guys? already had this in the plan that you were gonna uh, take your fitness to indoor and try to hit like a really good time too yeah so when i got done with uh, nationals uh, i knew i mean my coach was talking to me and he told me i mean we can just try and knock out these 5k and then try and start doing some other stuff and then take a big break so i mean i just got done with nationals i took two days off and then mm-hmm. i just came back started training slow by slow i mean i was really tired my legs were worn yeah. out yeah. And so I mean, I I just took uh, started training. I didn't I didn't train that much. I was just doing like I was just doing like recovery and then had a workout yeah. and then just we didn't we didn't like we we wanted to get done with that five k and then come take a break. So I mean, I'm glad it really worked well. Yeah, so really just maintaining your fitness and with all that, did you expect like going in like the break the number ten like all time, bro? Like the time you opened up with is what people usually like end their season with. Like, were you expecting that to happen? I didn't expect that to happen. Uh, coach just told me you need to get up under and to run under thirteen forty. Just told me yeah. go there. Uh, don't worry about anything. Just make sure you get up qualified. So I mean, I wasn't planning for anything. I wasn't ready. And then. I just got there and I started running, the paces were perfect and the truck yeah. is good and I was feeling okay so I mean we just kept running and I didn't even mind so much about the time and whatever we were doing so I just wanted to get a qualifier so I mean and we had a good day, uh, a mile to go, my coach started yelling outside and he was telling me you're about to do something better than you thought so it wasn't uh, something I was working for but I mean finally it worked very well. Yeah. That's always a great feeling when you're running a race and like you look at the clock or like, your coach tells you like you're running like super good, like way better. And you're just like, oh shoot, let's go. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like an extra motivator. 
to get the get the yeah. bunnies on, get the energizer bunny in you. And to not even think about the time, and then the time like happens. Yeah, know? and that's usually how it goes, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get that good racing, and then after that like amazing race, like I said, like people usually end their season with that. What are your goals now going into this new year, bro? Twenty twenty, it's the year of the Olympics. You also got NCAA's. You got indoor coming in the future. Like, what's what's your goal is coming into twenty twenty, bro? I mean, it's it's just the same same thing. I mean, you need to improve whatever you are. I mean, if you're here today, I mean, tomorrow it gets harder. I mean, everybody will be yeah working for it. Everybody will be getting ready. So I mean, just I'll be working on improving myself and trying to work on getting stronger and just build myself as a person. Man, that's a great answer. That is a great answer, man. <laughs> that's a great answer. Can we put some respect on this man's name? Yes, Come on, yes, Can we please. put some respect on my man's please, name? Please, bro. And then that's pretty much, that wraps up just about everything. But we have one question that we're going to try and implement until all our interviews. And since we are like a new, like, running media outlet, we're trying to, like, push the envelope to bring, like, running into, like, the new mainstream. age of like media yeah, make it mainstream for everybody can start watching and what do you think needs to be entered into the sport of running track and field cross country marathon running ultra marathons to just make it more mainstream do we need like cheerleaders or like dance battles, dance battles. like betting yeah anything also do you think there's anything we can do ourselves to kind of just improve the way track and field is perceived because it's just I mean, at least in the States, it's perceived as, like, a nerdy sport or it's a sport you do, like, if you're not good enough for yeah. football and stuff. Or it's, like, hobby joggers, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I, 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 I don't know, but I think I think something that, uh, I mean, from, like, something that I've learned from the past, I mean, I mean, if you try and, like, try and hype, like, the, the, like, the sport, and then, I mean, if you sometimes try and, like, create some races, like, the one in monster and then the one in sub two mm. if you try and create stuff like that and then i mean try and make the wall like start liking it i mean that, mm. that was really like brought up and it was really advertised then people try to watch it a lot of people are trying to watch a lot of people are trying to see and then if you try to bring like some competitions like bring two guys who are really good make them like in a very good conditions a perfect place and then let them race against each other and then, i mean many people will be interested to see who's gonna win again is to i mean right now there are two guys who are running really good in a marathon so maybe yeah. if they run in the olympics together many people will be interested to know who will be able to win who will be able to to do really good so i mean if you try to like make it interesting by bringing like guys who are like <clears throat> maybe two three or four guys who are really good into a very perfect uh, race and make it make the conditions like favorable for them and everything and just and make like them run then and to make it like almost like a boxing match like you have somebody like a promoter yeah like basically advertising like this prize fight like best of the best going at it yeah, yeah like i was something. thinking about that like a don king yeah yeah that would that would definitely take things to the next level like these guys are going out and they're about to break like the world record yeah i feel yeah, you bro. Yeah, I, mean, I was actually like listening to jalen and J i was listening to jalen and jacoby the podcast the other day and uh they were hyping up the uh Lemachenko fight and Lemachenko, like the promoter was on there just talking about the fight, like oh this is the best guy. Yeah, and I was like we could definitely do that for tra for track. Like mm -hmm. we should have some uh, like the director of meets should be going on ESPN or like running report flow track yeah. and stuff like that and like 
talking about them and really just hyping up the rivalries yeah, and the I mean, competition. I mean, if, if you do that, I mean, many people will be really interested in watching the, the race and, and they'll be like waiting for it so much. So, I mean, if we keep building up stuff like that, whatever the level, if it's high school, try to find two really good guys, make a yeah. for them and then see how they perform and that, that will bring a lot of interest by many people. But ending it off, I mean, that's that's all we really got for you. Hi. Retaining to running. Hey, but thank you for watching, but you can come back anytime, anytime you run fast time, sure. anytime you just want to chill out, bro. But uh, yeah, thanks thanks for having you on the show. Our first interview ever. Yeah, man. Edwin Kerr got Big Ed. I'm, can I call you Big Ed? Is that cool? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, man. Thanks for thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, man. Hopefully, right, we can see you, you in the future Have and everything. And enjoy. You too, man. Merry Christmas in advance. <laughs>Thanks for listening to another Two Black Runners podcast. If you want to see this podcast in a video format. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Running Report. And also, if you really enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a review as we can expose this podcast to a wider audience down the road. Then on top of that, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. And that may be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even on Google Podcasts. So you never miss another Two Black Tuesday here on Two Black Runners. Next week, make sure you stay tuned because we have a very special guest and that's special, I'm telling you, it's a real big hint. So you want to make sure you guys stay in for next week as we have a special guest. See y'all next time on Two Black Runners. Stay up, y'all.